Welcome to Mayfield Baptist Church. We are very excited to have you with us here. We do encourage you to follow us on our social media, which you can access through our website at mayfieldbaptist.com. Please feel free to like and subscribe to this podcast to keep you up to date with our latest messages. We do hope you enjoy this recent message from NBC, that it may help you connect to God, grow in your faith and serve in your own context. So you might have seen on advertised that I'm hosting a Q&A panel this morning. Do I get to claim this as preaching? I don't think so. Maybe the panel do though. Um, so I would like to invite up Greg and Poppy. Where are you, Poppy? And Zach, Laura Livo, um, and then Ryan, also known as my husband. <laughs> If you guys want to come and take a seat, give them a hand, give them a round of applause. Make yourself comfortable. Okay. Well, we'll start with you, Greg. I already talked with you before. All right. This is our message today, everybody. So. yeah, enjoy hearing the stories of people here at Mayfield. Um, I guess one of the words on our wall is grow, right? We don't get to grow together if we don't know each other. So let's get to know some people. <laughs> Alrighty, so Greg. Is this on? Is it? We good? Can you hear? Okay. Um, firstly, let's start off, introduce yourself, your family, where you live, what your job is, where you grew up, in a nutshell. <laughs> So, yeah. um, so my name's Greg. Greg Badulovich. Um, I live in Hamilton at the moment, and I've been in Newcastle for about ten years. So I think I'm nearly a local, according to <laughs> some people, maybe. <laughs> um, single father to a beautiful little girl over there, Leah, and um, originally grew up on the south coast. Um, in a little town called Maruya and spent most of my school years there and um, then uh, joined the Defence Force when I was 17 and six months, I think, and spent five years in the Defence Force, travelled Australia for four years and then, um, and then moved to Newcastle. So, um, yeah, and I'm 43 years old, if anyone's wondering. <laughs> Did that answer them questions? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Poppy. Hi, I'm Poppy Wallace and you're not getting my age. (laughs) Uh, um, My parents were 10 pound poms and we went to Perth and I grew up in Perth and went to university in Perth, met Jim in Western Australia and we came to Newcastle um, two years ago, two and a bit years ago and came to uh, this church because we were looking for a fellowship that had wide age, ro- wide age range and had, had ch- uh, children's activities so we could encourage our grandchildren to be part of this community. Cool. Oh, hello, I'm Laura Livingston. Um, um, I have my parents, Simon and Simone. I've got three siblings, Mariah, Jaden and Jackson. I'm 13 and I currently go to Hunter Christian School. Nice. Hello, everyone. 
Uh, Zach here, um, got three glorious girls down the back, uh, my wife Sky, then uh, Inda, my oldest, and Elsie, not as old. Um, grew up in the Blue Mountains, in the mid-Blue Mountains, and moved here in to start work in Newcastle in 2016. Uh, and I'm, I'm the head of operations at St. Philip's Christian College Dynamic Learning and Young Parents Colleges. Nailed it. Uh, my name is Ryan. I am Rachel's husband, and uh, yeah, I've got three little girls: Elodie, Willow, and Olive. And I'm not going to try and remember their ages. <laughs> I struggle to remember their names sometimes. Um, I've grown up in Newcastle all my life, um, so 33. I, I do remember the '97 Grand Final. That was a pretty significant moment. Um, and I'm a chemical engineer by trade. Thank you. Alrighty. Um, another quick one. What do you like to do in your spare time? What are your hobbies? Um, I enjoy a bit of fishing. So um, in my spare time, pretty much I've fished all my life. But um, since I've been um, a Christian, that's sort of taken, you know, um, a, what would you call it? Secondary, I guess. Um, yeah, I've played rugby league most of my life. Um, I kind of wish I hadn't now because uh, the, the body's not liking it at this age. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was fun at the time, always is. Um, yeah, just basically um, I, I enjoy just being uh, productive even when it's raining or whatever. I just make sure that I'm, um, you know, being productive in my faith. Um, if I'm not in the Word, I'm, I, I like a bit of YouTube, so... There's a lot to, that YouTube can offer as far as, you know, um, learning more about um, our saviour. And, yeah, so, yeah, pretty much fishing and a bit of rugby league. Uh, Leah and I like uh, doing a bit of metal detecting as well. So we go down to the beaches and, and we sweep the beaches and find all types of coins and jewellery. And um, we don't necessarily go out to, you know, uh, be rich or anything, but we just enjoy, like, the hunt. So we'll... we'll even if we like scan a bottle top or something, we'll pick it up and you know chuck it in the bin. So, but we enjoy doing it. Um, that's certainly a good pastime if you know nothing's really happening. So, cool. Uh, my ma- major interests would be uh, reading, uh, knitting, crocheting, and cooking. Nice. Um, I love sport and just craft. Any type of craft, I love it. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy uh, playing music, um, mountain biking, any kind of bike riding really. Um, Anything with engines is also quite interesting. Uh, Part of a land speed racing team that we're going to attempt the world's fastest diesel truck next year in South Australia. So uh, we've failed every other time so don't get too excited. Um, And I like building things, but I'm pretty povo, so I don't like spending money on those things. So, povo building, I guess. Uh, For me, I'm pretty similar to Zach. Riding bikes is uh, one of my hobbies. Um, Fathering three girls. I don't know if you can call that a hobby. You're you're not part of a landscape record team, though. Um, Yeah, and I'm a pretty avid motorsports lover, so any chance to watch it or go to an event is um, always high on the list. Right. Greg, how did you become a follower of Jesus? 
Um, so back in 2008, I came to the Lord. Um, I was not brought up in a Christian um, surrounding, so we didn't sit around and study the Bible and um, you know, do the, the simple little things, offering everything to the Lord. So um, pretty much from the age of um, accountability to the age of 28, I was um, you know, searching. I, uh, subconsciously, I was searching, but um, you know, I had the weight of the world on me and not understanding you know, why things happen with suffering and that type of thing. So... Um, I was actually saved um, listening to a uh, Christian radio station and I was driving a truck at the time and um, there was a preacher preaching a sermon on suffering and he pretty much said, you know, um, well it felt like at the time that the sermon was, was for me um, and it was, it's like time stood still, it's a, it's a bit of a weird experience but yeah, uh, cut a long story short, I was saved on the side of the road in a truck um, down in a little town called Nara. So I gave my life to the Lord then and um, pretty much from that time until now, obviously there's a lot of work to be done, but you know, it's ongoing. But yeah, that was, that's in it in a nutshell. I, I was fortunate enough to have a Christian upbringing and parents who were heavily involved in scripture union and all of that sort of stuff. And so I had that environment, that, that nurturing. And then I got to an age where I realised that... Um, God doesn't have grandchildren. You know, it's all very well for your parents to be Christians and your grandparents to be Christians, but God doesn't have grandchildren. And that I would have to make a choice for myself. And I remember being in school, and I'm sure this was an administrative thing. Somebody came in and said, I want you to put your hand up if you're a Christian. And I sat there going, I've never made a decision, you know, sitting there going, and watching all these people put their hands up and thinking, I have to think about this. And uh, I went away and thought about it for quite some time and realised I needed a relationship, not just the head knowledge that, that, that my parents had given me and the church that I grew up had given me, that I needed, uh, I needed that personal relationship. And I was probably about um, 13, 14 on a, on a beach mission that I made that decision. Um, well, I've lived in a Christian home and a Christian upbringing and have come to this church ever since I was little and kids' church was really like one of the highlights of my week. I loved coming. It was really enjoyable and fun and just really started from there and then I've just grown my relationship with God further and further from then. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> we, um, when Sky and I were dating, she wanted to go to a new church um, to have a look and didn't know anyone, so I tagged along, and I never left. Short and sweet, that's good. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I grew up in a Christian family um, in Newcastle, and yeah, gave my life to Christ uh, at Camp Tookley. Uh, it was a youth camp. Uh, I, was, I think I was in year seven. I was 13 years old, but yeah, it took me ages to work out that, you know, not just belonging to a Christian family, you actually need to make a decision for yourself, so... Um, yeah, I thank my youth leaders at the time for um, encouraging me with that. So, yeah. Isn't it cool that it doesn't matter where you come from, like God can stop you on the side of the road and have one of those life-altering moments, um, but it can also be that slow, gradual um, connection to him and just understanding who he is and how much he loves you as you, as you grow. I think that's really cool. It's one thing I never really understood growing up that it, you never had that testimony story, but everyone does, right? Everyone does. All right. Well, I think some of you kind of answered this, but how long have you been at NBC? Um, November last year, so I'm a newbie. 
But um, we got a, actually got an invite from a good mate down there, Jim Wallace, and I was fishing at the time, and just so happened Jim was walking past, and we got chatting, and, you know, turns out he's an ex-serviceman as well, and we're both Christians, and then got the invite, and um, the Lord knew that, um, you know, living, spending a fair bit of time on my own, I needed that fellowship, and I knew that as well, but I was just, you know, waiting for the time you know, for the door to be open, and that's exactly what happened that day with Jim. And, um, yeah, since I've been here, um, everyone has just welcomed us in, like, you know, I'm part of the family, and it's just a really uh, awesome feeling because um, I've, I didn't mention before I've got five brothers and sisters, so I come from a big family, and we're spread from uh, Washington, D.C., all the way over to Geraldton, W.A., so don't, we don't get together that often, and we're a bit... Um, we're, oh, I wouldn't say we're divided, but um, we're sort of neither here nor there with, you know, religion and Christianity. So it's, it's, it can be a difficult topic to, you know, when we get together and, and talk about things. But generally we're brought up with, with the foundation of love and, you know, good morals and respect and that type of thing. But um, I'm, so, I'm babbling on a bit here. What was the question again? Just, it was how long have you been here? Oh, yeah, like November it. last year. Sorry. Uh, I'll finish that. Yeah. Yeah. We, we moved up to Newcastle during during COVID and this was the most welcoming uh, church environment to be in and uh, we still feel that we haven't met a lot of you because when we arrived everyone's wearing masks and you know a lot of things like that and so we still feel a bit vague about who's who Um, but we've been here two years. I've been here 13 years and however many months um, ever since I was born really so yeah. Uh, similar to Poppy, we started in lockdown, so we attended church for quite a while digitally. Um, so however long that is, I'm not too sure. Uh, I've been here 11 years, I think. Yeah, I used to, um, was at Bel Air Baps, and then I got married to Rach, and she dragged me over here. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won. No, just kidding. <laughs> it's not about winning. <laughs> or is it? No. Um, Okay, what do you like about MVC? Um, apart from being in the body of Christ, which, which is a great feeling, you know that everyone's on the same page as you. Uh, the people are real. Um, and um, the facilities are fantastic. Little, you know, Leah goes upstairs and um, they do their thing up there and she always has fun. So uh, the people, the facilities um, and everything is just, yeah, it's, it just feels right for me, so that's why I'm here. The Lord has certainly brought me here and um, I wouldn't be anywhere else. What, what do you like about MVC? Okay. Having, having moved around a lot with, uh, in our life, we, you get to know a feel of a, ch- a church quite quickly and we love the welcoming feel of this church and, uh, the, as I said before, the age dynamic. You know, we've got babies and we've got really quite elderly people and I love that spectrum of us being a family and worshipping to God. For me, I think it's just the community, friends, family, the people, like, no one's scary for me. They're just beautiful, everyone, and it's just a really great community. The kids' program is really good. So, hash, yeah, you know, good work, everyone. Um, the music team also, very skilled people on that team, so good work, everyone. 
Um, and it's also very welcoming. Uh, we actually tried this church in 2016 when we first moved up, and the first person who spoke to us was actually Sam. And then um, when we tried again, came to our first in-person service again, the first person who came to talk to us again was Sam. So there's a lot of consistency in the welcoming team. So shout out to Sam as well. Question. Wait, what was the question again? I forgot. What do you like about it? Um, yeah, kids' ministry is great. Um, I'm, I'm on the same wavelength as Poppy. Yeah, just the demographic. Like you've got anyone from babies up to... Um, more mature uh, age bracket um, and I think if you like you go out after not just in the service but you go out and when the, people are you know, drinking coffee and stuff you see the conversations are between those like age brackets as well so I think it's you know everyone's not in their little groups it's yeah everyone can chat it's, it's really good right Greg how do you best connect or relate to God what makes you feel closest to him um, I'm an early riser, um, especially the days I'm working, so I'm normally up at 4.30 and I have a good half an hour to an hour just in the Word, so I feel that, because I haven't stepped out in, into the chaotic world yet, so my brain's still nice and calm, so I can you know, absorb what, what it is that the Lord's trying to show me. Um, but believe it or not, I, I feel uh, closer to God when I'm actually uh, broken, um, you know, in times of uh, when I feel like the, the weight of the world's on my shoulder and I, I just break down, uh, that's when I feel God is, you know, he's, he's got his arms around me and he says, look, I will not forsake you. So, um, yeah, it's, we tend to put up that smoke screen a fair bit with, you know, saying that everything's all right, but it's when you're broken, I feel, personally for me, is when God lifts me up. I uh, communicate... I love music. I think that draws you to... And, and I really appreciate the music team here. And, and you know those um, earworms where you get a song in your head that you can't get out of your head? And I, and I love that feeling that I'll be doing something and that the message is still coming through from the music. Um, I think for me it's more praying, talking. Yeah, I just talk what's on my mind and I just pray to the Lord. And I just, yeah, that's when I feel closest. Uh, same as Poppy, I guess, with music. is always um, a deep connection for me. Also, uh, if the podcast, when a mountain bike riding stops, then you get like 20 minutes before you realise. I always find my mind sort of drawing uh, to um, just thinking about God as well. So I should probably do that more intentionally. Uh, just thinking out loud. Um, and also, I guess, um, when I'm um, just giving my girls cuddles when they're sleepy or going to sleep or something, I always think about how like blessed I am with what God's given me as well. Uh, yeah, same for me. Usually putting the girls to bed um, is a pretty significant moment in the day um, that you sort of realise, you know, God's, God's given you these great gifts. Um, also just being outdoors. I think I have this thing with mountains like I really like mountains Newcastle's not really known for them but um, whenever you get to see one or get the opportunity to climb it then yeah I think just nature and yeah that's that's, that's probably me do you have a favorite bible verse or passage yeah I've got a couple uh, that I that are go-to verses for me um, I'll lean I like to read um, uh, Psalm 23 the Lord is my shepherd uh, psalm 91 i've actually memorized that whole psalm so when i'm out and about and i feel like you know i'm being attacked i'll just 
I'll just uh, recite that um, psalm in my head and word for word. And uh, yeah, I like um, obviously John 3.16, John uh, 14.6, Jesus says he is the way, the truth and the life. Um, And the book of Proverbs I found after reading the whole Bible, um, if I'm looking just for, you know, a pick-me-up quick little verse, I can generally find it in the book of Proverbs and trying to encourage my little girl to read that one, but she'll get there in due time. But um, yeah, um, certainly Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, and Psalm 91. Oh, my favourite passage is Proverbs, Proverbs, there you go, Proverbs 5, I think it is, verse 3 on where it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't rely on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Um, mine is Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Um, it's, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper, not to harm you. And that one for me being young is really great knowing that my God's got the plans for my life and everything that's coming, he's planned it and it's not scary. He's always there, so I like that one. All my Bible verses were stolen. <clears throat> um, but Jeremiah 29.11 was the one that I always um, reflect on the most, working again with youth. So um, I always just, yeah, my mind's all often on that verse. Um, I'd probably say verse is Philippians 3.14, but it's really hard to narrow it down like just to a verse. There's so many good ones, probably just going to sound cliche but just Genesis 1 like that particular passage or um, chapter just covers everything like it covers everything from creation to mankind to um, yeah stars moon etc so yeah this is a big one this one you're allowed to go wild I think it was written yeah what are your dreams for the future at NBC um Actually, when I'm sitting down there, I'm always looking at that, connect, grow and serve, and I think that's, um, it says everything about this church. So I think, for me, is just connecting uh, more, uh, like, deeper, or deeper relationships with, you know, as many people as I can. Obviously, I haven't met any, everyone yet, but it's just taken the time to uh, actually be present with someone that's in front of you and engage deeper in that conversation so you can learn more about them, so... Moving forward for me, um, yeah, he's just doing that. And hopefully, um, you know, be more involved with uh, the music group as well because I had a chance to come up here and play the other day and absolutely loved it. So, um, yeah, the music and just connecting um, and, and, you know, working on those relationships with everybody when I get there. What drew me to this church was community and what I'd like to see for this church is that ongoing feeding of the of the community and I think one of the best ways that you feel part of a community is being part of a home group or whatever your terminology is for that and um, I, I just find that that's fantastic, I enjoy that um, re- because you can relate at a much closer level but at the same time you know, keeping the children's ministry and the young adults so that people, people can grow through the church and not there's that hollow where, ch- where young adults see so much of the world that they for- forget about what church is about. And if we can encourage people to be, to be maintained through that and, and utilise that energy 
within the church. That's my dream. My dream would be for our church to be just basically, it sounds weird, but a massive light to let it be Mayfield, Australia, the world, just to people, for all of us to be lights, for the church to be lights, to just show people God and what he can do through us and what, like, to show the world. Uh, yeah. um, a big brass back line in the music team, <laughs> some trumpets, some trombones wouldn't go astray. So get your kids practising those instruments now. It'd be pretty sweet. Um, I'd also like the church moving forward to be a place where my kids can call home, a place that um, yeah nurtures their, nurtures their faith, a place that's safe for them to ask questions and to build long-term friendships, uh, I think is super important. So no pressure. Uh, yes, yeah, same on the kids' front. Like just seeing my kids grow up and call this place home um, is w- w- would be awesome. But also, yeah, moving through that really tricky um, youth to young adults phase, I'd like to see um, moving forward. You know, whether that be a reintroduction of a night service, getting our youth to sort of lead that, and they're starting to do that already, which is great. Um, but yeah, leading that because they're our sort of future leaders coming through. Um, yeah, love to see that. Cool. Some ideas there for the leadership team. <laughs> That's what we really wanted this to be. You, just, you guys just tell us what to do. <laughs> all right. That's the all the questions. You guys oh. nailed it. Thank you. Give me a round of applause. All right. Oh, you guys can head back down, but I am going to pray for you. Or maybe just stay there. Maybe, maybe stay there. Yeah. Lord, I just thank you uh, for this awesome group of people. I thank you that you um, yeah, gave them the boldness um, and the courage to be up here up front. Um, it's not always easy, but I thank you that you um, helped them to have clarity of thought and word and um, yeah, to share what's on their hearts. And Lord, I thank you that as a community we get to um, understand each other and learn more about each other and grow together to be uh, your servants and your people and be a light to our community. Um, Yeah, thanks again, God, for um, the faithfulness of these few here and um, I pray that you would bless them this week um, as they go into their normal daily things. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. (laughs)